Hello and welcome to At Sea. I'm Linda Vranach and today I'll be speaking with Megan Rodriguez. She's a free diver and an underwater sea photographer. She'll be speaking to us from her home in Hawaii, near the sea, near the beach, where she grew up. She says she grew up almost half in the sea and half on land. It was such a natural part of life, day-to-day life in Hawaii. She mentions how it's part of the Hawaiian culture to deeply respect the sea and to revere the sea and how this mentality should always be brought with all experiences at sea. I really hope you enjoy the episode as much as I did. Hi, Megan. Hi. Welcome to at sea. Thank you. How are you doing? Good. Thank you so much. Can you let me know and let anyone who's listening know where you are? Um, Right now, I'm in my house right across from the beach um, in Makaha on the island of Oahu in Hawaii. Very good. I'm in Connemara in a place called Trawi, which means yellow beach um, in Karna. Uh, So we're both very close to the sea, which is very fishing. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to talk to you because I think that from what I know of you, you have a very um, active and meaningful relationship with the sea. Um, I'd love for you to just talk to me about that a little bit. Yeah, um, I do. Like, I just, I don't know why, but I just like feel it inside. Like, I love the ocean. I've always loved the ocean. Um, and I just, I, I grew up in Hawaii. Um, so it's kind of like the ocean was always just there. You know, that was like the thing to do. Just go to the beach, surf, dive, whatever. Um, and over time, like um, being here in Hawaii, you if you love the ocean, you learn to respect the ocean. And um, that's like a huge part of it for me too. Um, Wasn't that? I really... Go ahead. That... Sorry. No, no, please continue. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just saying. Um, no, yeah, just I, um, especially lately, like protecting the ocean and um, the animals and like with the pollution and everything, like I do my best when I'm diving, like to grab whatever I can off the reef and stuff like that. And so um, you do a lot of sea photography, am I right? Yes, I do. I actually work for, um, well, was working for before COVID-19, a company called Hawaii Experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a really awesome company. I'm the photographer for them. Uh, We do dolphin tours and manta ray tours and turtle tours Mm -hmm. um, on two different locations on Oahu and in Kona on the big island and um I started working for them just a little bit over a year ago and uh, before that I had been working for another company on the other side of the island I've just been doing this a long time um so yeah I just really love taking photos like and how did you how did you start I mean like do you remember the first time do you um do you free dive then when you're doing photography are you scuba diving or how does that work uh 
Yes, I am a free diver. Um, I my younger sister, she likes to scuba dive, um, but it's never really been that much my thing. Like I get a lot more out of free diving. I feel like. Wow, and how, what can you tell me a little bit about that journey? Like, what age were you when you started? Did you have a guide? Um, no, like it, it was just kind of me because neither of my parents are really into that sport or like you know, they're not really the, the same kind of like sea person that I am. Um, so I just, it was just from growing up here, like growing up close to the beach, I was just attracted to it. I just always, and um, I actually did competitive swimming, like in a pool and in the ocean for like 10 years. Um, and I was on Kamehameha Swim Club team. That was like the number one in the state. So it was, I was a really, really good swimmer. And then it just like, that just took me I just took it into the ocean and like Mm -hmm. used it there I learned how to free dive very quickly because for training for swimming you gotta learn how to hold your breath Mm. we do that kind of training too so it just I don't even remember like how it really started I just like would just start diving down in the ocean like as far as I can go wow without fins without like weights or nothing like just my feet and my hands and I can go to about like 30 or 40 feet with just my feet in my hands, usually. And what about fear? Did you ever feel fear like when you moved from the pool into the big wide ocean? Um, No, not really. Because I mean, even though I was competing like in the swimming pool, um, I, the ocean was still very much a part of my life. Like I was bodyboarding um, a lot when I was a kid. I've been bodyboarding for as long as I can remember and um yeah so I was never really scared of the ocean ever wonderful and can you tell me I mean not that it matters but I'm kind of interested I can't help but be interested how long do you stay down for um right now my breath hold is is kind of bad it's only about a minute and a half that's Um, still amazing (laughs) It's pretty, yeah, I mean, it's not bad. I can, like, find shells and stuff. You need to get good pictures on, like, a minute and a half. Like, that's enough time. But, I mean, there are some people out there that can hold their breath for, like, six minutes. I think a minute and a half is incredible. <laughs> Thank you. And, um, with your artwork, then, that you create under the sea, do you have um, a discipline or as in, do you say, okay, like every week I need to do something or is it more just like when you feel called to do something or how does that work for you in your life? Um, yeah, so it's it's really not that organized. Like um, I usually, when the conditions are really good, like if I go outside like to go grocery shopping or something and I drive past the water and I see it or like I walk my dogs to the beach and I see the water, I can just tell like when it's going to be like amazing and then I have to go out. And, like, sometimes I get really lucky. Like, I've I've seen, like, humpback mm-hmm. whales in the water, dolphins, manta rays, sharks. Like, it's so cool. I just want to see so much more. <laughs> wow. And what about sharks? How, what was that like? Um, the first shark I ever experienced in the ocean was actually, I didn't see it, but I felt it. Because um, the water was really murky that day. And there was, like, some baby sharks, like we were in like a baby shark area I guess with me mm-hmm. and I felt them I was like oh my god there's there's little sharks <laughs> you need to get out wow. and I was like a really young and I was like we should get out of here 
and then like I was just curious after that like ever since then I was like you know I swam with little baby sharks and they didn't hurt me so I feel fine and now I'm like mm-hmm. a shark addict like I wow. <laughs> yeah I, I just want to see like tiger sharks like any kind of sharks wow. I'm always looking for them <laughs> and do you feel I mean do you get an adrenaline rush for that or like what's that experience like um I don't know sometimes I feel like for me it's pretty different because when I see those kind of animals like I can really feel like a connection or like a vibe you know I don't know how to explain it um Mm -hmm. but it's just kind of like you're like together like I don't know I've never I've never been bit by a shark I've never been hurt by anything I've literally had dolphins like swim up to me and like rub on my arm before like in the ocean in the middle of nowhere and like they're just like super intelligent like all these animals they're so cool and I just like try to understand them so I was like look in their eyes or something and just like wait a minute and sometimes they like get curious like send you little signals like that they understand (laughs) yeah wow and what about the feeling afterwards like does it stay with you like is there something I mean, to me, I, you know, I haven't had that experience, you know, you know, swimming with a shark or swimming with dolphin. And I'm just so interested to know, like, does that have a lasting impact on you? Um, it definitely does. Um, because you don't forget those kind of things, you know, like, I don't know, if you're in love with the ocean and you in love the earth and everything, like, it's just such an amazing experience um, being like completely in someone else's environment, you know? And, like, Mm -hmm. letting them just, like, accept you and, like, swim with them and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. It is an amazing feeling. I think it does, like, stay with you. Like, whenever I swim, I mean, it's my job. I do it every day. I swim with dolphins. And, um, like, it just, no matter what's going on, like, outside of my life, like, it just, like, goes away when I'm doing that and taking their pictures and everything. And then I don't mm-hmm. forget that. I remember that it's like, I need that to like, I need that in my life. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. And when did the free diving transition into the, the art form, into the photography? Do you remember that happening? Um, yeah. So I was actually, I've been taking photos for a really long time, like, it was one of my first like jobs before I could even really get a job before I was old enough. I would be taking people's like portraits and stuff for graduation. Mm-hmm. Or, like, um, but never in the water. Cause I never had like the money to buy myself like a housing or like any kind of mm-hmm. special camera to go in the water. So I was taking pictures kind of of the water, but not in the water. And then I got my first GoPro. Um, I actually won the GoPro um, from my swim contest yeah it was um, amazing oh my gosh yeah so that was yeah I started just taking GoPro pictures of everything in the ocean and sometimes they're really bad but I was like so young and I was just like oh my god this is amazing and (laughs) like now I just I, I don't know I see everything in like a really neat perspective in the water it's just so beautiful uh huh and what if you can't access the sea does that have an impact on you it totally does um I at one point I left Hawaii to go to school in California um Mm -hmm. and I was in Oakland California so it was very cold and I was not by the water really and there was like Mm. 
some harbors and stuff but it you know it wasn't like the beach the closest beach was in san francisco and Mm -hmm. um, that was like really hard for me um sometimes like I just I felt like so like down and so bad and I was like I just like need to jump in the ocean like I would just like jump in my shower and just pretend like I'm like in the ocean or like I'll drag my friend like all the way across like the bridge to go to the beach in San Francisco even though it was cold and ugly but yeah I ended up coming back here very quickly (laughs) wow and are you able to access the sea now during because we're obviously in the coat we're experiencing the COVID-19 pandemic so I'm wondering during the lockdown um are you able to access the sea I, I'm, I'm worried about the answer because I hope you are yeah um actually um the ocean stayed open like throughout the whole quarantine like you can dive you can surf you can fish um uh-huh. you can be in the ocean but you just couldn't be on the beaches and um so I actually ended up surfing a lot because we've had like really good waves through this whole quarantine so that was Mm -hmm. nice um yeah I've been diving a few times like look for shells but I have not seen dolphins in a while but I have been in the ocean so I still feel really amazing (laughs) you haven't seen dolphins as in their behavior has changed or just by coincidence um no probably just by like the timing because um I mean, when I go, when we go find the dolphins, they're actually the um, Hawaiian spinner dolphins that we usually find are kind of nocturnal. So um, early in the morning is kind of like late, like night for them. And then like afternoon, they're usually sleeping. So, um, but they still, they still swim like when they're sleeping. Uh, We just don't like Mm -hmm. to like interfere with that. Um, So we go early in the morning to catch like their most activity when they're kind of hyperactive and that's around like, how do they sleep have you ever seen a dolphin sleeping i have you can tell you can tell when the pot is sleeping because they are moving like in really deep water um probably mm-hmm. like five four hundred feet of water and they're moving really slowly um oh, if they're traveling they they move around the same area maybe a little bit deeper but like really fast and they like i dolphins can go so fast like it's crazy wow amazing and um I'm interested to know in terms of I guess like Hawaiian culture and so on do you feel like that is intertwined with the sea intertwined with the ocean um yeah um parts of it are you know um a lot of us like that respect Hawaiian culture and you know things like that we respect the ocean too like Malama Kekai is respect the ocean in Hawaiian and it's just like you know don't overfish like don't pollute don't like you know just let the ocean like have it let, let the ocean be the ocean kind of thing mm-hmm. um, and when you say um, respect the ocean I'm so interested to know if like when you say that do you also mean respect the ocean's power as in respect the, the ocean has like yeah, I mean, I'm interested to know your level of comfortability in yeah. the ocean. Like, are there, um, yeah. Well, absolutely. Like, uh, respect the ocean is, like, respect the, like, boundaries, you know? Like, when to go out or not to go out and stuff. Like, you should be your mm-hmm. judge of that. Um, 
we have a really good um, lifeguard like programs here and they save people every day Um, because the ocean I mean it's true like the ocean can kill you like anytime Uh, Mm -hmm. it is like way bigger than you like it's it can there's so many other things like living in there um there was actually just recently a um a very young boy um that lives really close to me I think he lives in Makahatsu or lives in Waianae and he was diving at mm-hmm. Yokohama Beach at the end of the point where we live on this side. And mm-hmm. he disappeared. And he they found his body in 40 feet of water the next day. Mm. And it was just like, you never know when something like that is like going to happen. Or if, like, if it's going to be you, if it's going to be your friend or whatever. But it's yeah. just like, you got to like, still, I don't know, respect the ocean. <laughs> mm-hmm. And do you think he was free diving or was he surfing? Or? He was free diving. He was spear fishing. Um, so it's right, like okay. you know, like when you're free diving, you yeah. if you see like something really good, like on the bottom, you'll go all the way down and like you won't think about your air. But like if something startles you or like you suddenly like think start thinking about breathing when you're like fifty or sixty feet down, like it's really easy to to drown. Um, or if you get like stuck yeah. in a rock or a cave or something, you can't come up. Um, free diving is mm-hmm. a really risky sport, but um, absolutely, yeah, you got to know your limits and just respect. And I'd love to hear a little bit more about your surfing. So, can you tell me a little bit more about just the whole experience, like from? from when you first began to what it's like for you now and what makes you, what calls you to do that? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, so I, like I said, I've been like bodyboarding for as long as I can remember. Like my dad used to bodyboard with us sometimes when we were really small. And then we started like me and my little sister started bodyboarding on our own. And then um, like, I always used to like drop knee or like stand up on my bodyboard. So like, cause like I wanted to and then yeah. I eventually like transitioned to a paddleboard and I was stand up paddling and sometimes like stand up paddle surfing. Um, and then I started riding like the regular surfboard when I was like 12 or 13 or so. Wow. Yeah. And it was like, I think it was like right after that movie, like Soul Surfer came out and me and my Very sister good. watched it and we were like, oh my God, we got to start surfing more. So we just started going surfing like all the time and we we're just trying to get like better and better and get good waves and stuff because we wanted to surf like the girls in this movie. <laughs> Amazing. And I mean, I'm sure like the waves in Hawaii are I mean pretty serious. Oh, it's it's so much fun though. Like for me, I mean, and there's a wave for everyone here. Like if you like small waves, if you like barrels, if you like big waves, like Depending on where the mm-hmm. swell is, there's a wave everywhere. And, like, I mean, some of my favorite waves around here are, like, um, Full Point and Sandy Beach on the east side because that's where I'm from. And um, mm-hmm. I really like Sunset Beach because – and, like, turtles in Hawaii Kai and stuff because um, I ride a longboard now, actually. I ride a 9.6. Mm-hmm. and but I like to catch big waves so I need like a spot that has a channel so that I can paddle back out to the big waves 
but it that is like a lot of adrenaline uh-huh. that's such a rush like catching like a monster like on the biggest board ever <laughs> it's so fun <laughs> and and I mean when you see that thing coming what's that like sometimes like it looks really big and I'm like oh my god no I'm not gonna do that one and then like all of a sudden everyone in the lineup like looks at me and they're like go 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 and I'm like oh my god okay I guess I'm gonna go and then like after I stand up I'm like oh thank god I like went on that one wow and what about when you come off I mean what's that like or or are you just so comfortable now on the board that that rarely happens oh like if I wipe out Mm -hmm. oh that happens a lot I mean not like a lot a lot but um I mean yeah sometimes I get caught on the inside and stuff and like I'll just be paddling through like this like 100 waves like crashing on my head over and over again and sometimes I'd get like really frustrated because um of my board like I can't I can't push it under the waves because it's so big so I just kind of have to like roll over and like hold it on top of me so I can like so wave can like kind of pass over me but it just keeps pushing you more and more inside and those times are like annoying or like if I try and make a turn and the wave is like I'm too far out or the wave's moving too slow or something like and I put too much into it I'll fall off and then like I don't know it's fine I'm just like whatever but the main thing I worry about is just hitting Mm. someone with my board (laughs) because it's so big right yeah and do you feel like there are things like lessons you learn in the ocean that then stay with you when you come back onto the land um yeah I think so I think it's like kind of small things though just like daily things but because mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I could like think of an example like right now um it seems like there's perseverance in that you know what I mean it seems like it takes courage and bravery and perseverance to you know to go out and experience those big waves it yeah you know? it, and experience those wild it does definitely um but like it's also like I don't know if you surf. Do you surf? No, I don't. No, I mean I've tried a couple of times, but I've just I don't know. I'm not. I haven't. No, I'm. I'm gonna say no. I don't surf. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my boyfriend surf. Yeah. My partner. Oh, he's surf. a surfer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a surfer, windsurfer, kite surfer. Wow. You know, spearfisher. He, yeah, he does all the things. So. <laughs> I, I, um, yeah, so anyways, this is about you, but not about me, but, um, I do have a, I guess I'll mention that I snorkel, I do some swimming, I'm starting to free dive, I do sailing, and Leo's teaching me to kite surf, but I'm a complete novice, you know, in comparison to you and him and a lot of the other people who have this very strong relationship, you know. I have a relationship with the in another way. But go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, nothing. I, I was just wondering. Um, but with surfing, like, it's so addicting. Like, that's why I was asking you if you surfed. Um, but um, once you get, like, your first wave, it feels so good. And you want to get a better one and then a better one and a better one. Even, like, just in a short period of time throughout the session, like, you'll be so tired. And then you'll just be like, I can get a better one than the last one. Like, I know I can and some for some people that means like a bigger wave for some people that means like I don't know a cleaner wave a 
taller wave like everybody's kind of perspective um of surfing and what they want to do is different um and like kite surfing and stuff I've never done anything like that but it looks like so much fun um closest (laughs) thing I've probably ever done is wakeboarding and I really love wakeboarding wow do you think do you do something every day with the sea I try to um just because like I it's just always been that way for me like I've been in the water every day for so long um but lately with this like quarantine thing like some days I'm just lazy you know because I'm not working like Mm -hmm. sometimes I sleep in and I'm just like okay but I always (laughs) like if I'm not in the ocean I'm either like editing pictures of the ocean or like making jewelry from things I found Uh in the ocean or you know painting the ocean like it's always something it sounds like it's fulfilling for you like it sounds like it I mean dare I say it's kind of fulfills you or do you feel that way about it or how do you feel Um, about it yeah I think so yeah I'm not sure it's definitely I'm definitely like addicted to the ocean though like like, I guess like it's always been part of your life so it's not like you had a life and then you went to the ocean it was kind of like you grew up with the ocean being part of you I guess is that true or I think so Mm -hmm. yeah and my I don't know my parents, like, they used to go to the beach with us a lot when we were kids. We used to go um, every single weekend with my parents. And then, like, I would usually go with my friend, like, because we lived right next to this spot called Sandy Beach. Um, and we used to just, like, you can do anything at that beach, like, literally anything. You can longboard, shortboard, bodyboard, spearfish, fish from the sand, find shells, like, body surf, anything and so there was it was super awesome living like right next to that beach was so beautiful what did your parents think of it I mean were they just did they think it was um they amazing or were they just not surprised or what did they think about all your adventures at they um (laughs) they get kind of scared for me um sometimes because like I'll be, I'll show them like a video or like a picture of like a big wave that I caught and then they're like they're just like be careful and like that's it or like you yeah. know and I'm just like I'm fine <laughs> they're like oh I'm gonna go dive with like sharks tomorrow I took a picture of a shark and it was like kind of up close he wasn't that big he was probably only wow. like seven or eight feet long and um <laughs> Pretty big. Mm-hmm. and my dad was like don't get that close to big sharks and I was like dad I was touching them and he was like you what (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh but I'm sure they're proud of you too but I I think I would be scared too if my daughter was doing that but it's it's amazing to me I think it's fantastic and for for the future now do you is there anything you're really looking forward to um, yeah um actually I once this whole um COVID thing is kind of over um I'm gonna take my captain's course and my captain's license um and I'm trying to move um to Kauai and just experience like a lot of new 
waves and dive spots and all those kind of things because I've been to Kauai a couple times before but I just want to I just want to like live there so bad <laughs> and I want to is that a different island or uh, a different no, it's area? A, it's another island. It's more, yeah. Oh, is it like so? It's an airplane yeah, away. It's like it's like twenty five, thirty minutes away on an airplane. Oh, that's yeah, not too it's bad. Really, it's, I'm thinking of your parents. I'm sure they don't want you to go oh, too far. Yeah, <laughs> I would come back here all the time anyway. The flight's like super cheap, island to island. Marvelous. So you're thinking of doing your captain's license. So what will that entail um, then? Yeah, so I have to, I have all my sea days already because I've been working on like boats for the past six years. And um, so I can just go to like any of my friends or like bosses or something and just be like, um, can you help me with my sea log or like sign it off or whatever. And they'll sign that off. And then I have to go take a course. And then after I take the course, I have to get my radio operator's license and um if you pass the course and everything, then you have to, there's like a lot of paperwork you got to do that I'm not sure about that part. And then you get your captain's license. Yeah, that's the yeah. boring part. Ugh, yeah. The paperwork there, part. My friends, <laughs> but great. And that so then you can captain boats. Yeah, because the idea. Um, I want to drive like the boats on like the Napoli Coast, like tours. I think that like the Napoli Coast mm-hmm. is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen with my eyes. And it's so cool Mm. there's like waterfalls going like onto the beach and then into the ocean and these caves and stuff that you can drive like the boat through and like go dive inside it sounds magical marvelous well i wish you all the best with it and maybe we'll check in with each other again uh around closer to the time and see how all that went for you all right uh sounds good um megan it's been so wonderful chatting to you and um i guess you know just for fun if um if you're going to talk to somebody who's had no experience of the sea um what would you say to them um I would just tell them that, like, it's okay, and you just, like, got to feel it. Like, you just got to go. <laughs> yeah. And see what happens. Yeah. Like, Give it a shot. Give mean, it a like, chance. They were scared. Um, I mean, maybe, like, I feel like you have just such a good understanding of, like, how powerfully beautiful the sea can be, and it seems so intertwined with who you are as a person, and it seems intertwined with your whole life, so it'd just be interesting to know, if you met somebody who'd never even been to the sea, you know, what would you say about the sea? Like, what would you, you know, if you met somebody who just literally has never seen the sea? Just for fun, I was interested to know, what would you say Um, to them? Well, actually, we get, like, um, a bunch of those kind of people like on our boat sometimes because a lot of people that come from japan um they live in the city Um, and stuff you know they don't really go by the ocean if they've never seen one like blue like hawaii like that or anything and so they're usually like so amazed and they just like take a hundred pictures of the water and like i just let them enjoy (laughs) it like I don't, I, if I ask someone if they've, like, been in the ocean or, like, seen the ocean before and they say no, I'm like, what? Like, that's crazy. Um. 
<laughs> That's fantastic. Thank you so much, Megan. And we might talk again soon in the future. And best of luck with okay, everything. Thank you so much. Have a good day. And what's a good way to say goodbye in Hawaii? Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. Until we meet again. Well, to say, to, to say goodbye in Irish is slong. Slong. Oh. Slong, yeah. Interesting. I don't think I've ever heard that language Interesting. before. <laughs> yeah, it's an old, it's a very ancient um, European language. It's actually one of the oldest languages. Not that many people know about it, but yes, we do actually have a language in Ireland. Not that many people wow. speak it. Um. Yeah. Okay, well, aloha. <laughs> Slon. <laughs>